when the diaphragm doesn't form correctly in a baby that's growing in the womb. And that results in a hole and that allows all of the um, abdominal contents that is normally contained below the diaphragm to go up through the hole and then to um, appear in the chest cavity. And what that does is it compresses the lungs, um, it can move the heart over and displace the heart, and it can even actually move the uh, windpipe over as well. So when a baby is born um, with um, a CDH, it can't breathe and often has heart issues and feeding issues and lots of other complications. Um, so it's a very, very sick baby when it's born, has to be treated in a high-level um, intensive care unit for babies, uh, which we know is NICU. Um, and, yeah, it's very much an, a medical emergency right. and can happen in any pregnancy. Just, just give us the main basic uh, symptoms there then again. Okay, so um, in actual fact, um, a pregnant lady wouldn't, wouldn't realise that there was anything wrong with her baby. It's picked up um, usually on the 20-week fetal anomaly scan. And what the sonographer would see is she would probably pick up that the um, stomach is above the diaphragm when it should be below, or she may see bowel up in the chest or the, the heart in the wrong place. Um, so the, the symptoms wouldn't be apparent until baby was actually born, and once the baby's born, it wouldn't be able to breathe. So it would have to be um, born in an emergency situation and, you know, with a multidisciplinary, multidisciplinary team available. Um, and the baby wouldn't be able to breathe, so it would have to be um, put on um, artificial ventilation uh, pretty much immediately after birth. And, and then taken, you know, whisked away straight to um, intensive care. Right, and so that, that's basically the treatment then. What, what about the preventer, preventing this then? I mean, is there a way it can be prevented? Sadly, there isn't, no. Um, currently, um, there's very little research undertaken um, into, into a lot of um, child um, diseases and conditions and, and even less into, into rare diseases. Um, and so, no, we, we really don't at the moment know what, what, what causes congenital diaphragmatic hernia, which means, of course, that we, we don't currently, as yet, know how to prevent it. There are some um, experimental things out there at the moment, and the charity has invested its own um, funds um, into half a million pounds of the research uh, that we've donated during 2017. Um, and we've donated to five exciting projects um, that, who knows, may help us uh, to discover why it, it occurs and maybe how to prevent it um, and even how to improve management and treatments um, for children that do survive because around about half of babies born with a CDH do survive. Right, so now one of the most important things is also where people can get more information and it's an ever-increasing uh, sort of like a, a amount of information that's always changing and improving, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and because it can happen to anybody, um, it's such a daunting um, condition to be diagnosed with. Um, so to find information, you can head over to our website at www cdhuk.org.uk to find out more about the condition, how you can support CDHUK, how you can join in with CDH Awareness Day on June the 28th. You can find us across all of the social media platforms as well. We've got a very active Facebook page. 
Um, so, yeah, head on over and, and find out more about it and um, help us during June to raise more awareness. All right, well, Devastating condition. Yeah, that's really good of you to join us. Talking about CDH disease, that's Beverly Powers. Thank you very much for uh, joining us on the programme today. You're welcome. Thank you ever so much for having me.